we didn't do the meme of the day, did we? No. no okay. well, 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 welcome back. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we had some technical difficulties. Uh, we've learned, uh, so we're going to add to the list of things that we've learned. Yes. Uh, copyright music's going to shut us out. No music. <laughs> so we believe the the two pe the begin music in the beginning and then sharing the TikTok uh, locked us out. So uh, we're back. We, we apologize. We're still figuring this one out. Uh, but I don't know what you've learned, what you've heard from us. Uh, but hey, thanks for for tuning back. And we thanks for hanging in with us. <laughs> Thank thanks you for, for your patience. In. Uh, we're gonna take. We're gonna when we zip this back to YouTube, we'll be we'll probably be able to piece it all together. But we believe the last thing that you you got we got through our list of uh, what we've learned so far, and I think that's important. We know the TV has a mute button. Uh, we now know we can't use copyrighted music. A lighting stinks. Uh, social distancing. We're better at we're better. today. We got something. Um, and so we're getting there. So we appreciate you hanging in there with us. Uh, <laughs> um. And, and so sadly, Nate, yes, I, I am controlling. And so maybe that's part of the problem of uh, 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 <laughs> the feed. Uh, so we have two we have two guests that are going to be joining us today. Uh, first, we've got our friend Diane Arnett, and we're going to bring her in. And she's the executive director of uh, nice. operations for Bright Point Health and Community Health Action. So if we got this right, we're going to bring Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi, Diane. Hey, I lost you. Oh, hang on a second. We've got you. We're getting you back in there. Solo off. We see you. You can. You can't see us yet. No. I see you. He's trying to. He's trying to. I'm figuring this out still. Aha! Yes. Hey, Frank. Hi, Diane. Hi, Diane. How are you? Hey. Who's that with you, Frank? I need new glasses. <laughs> it's me, Nazareth. Hey, Ness, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good to see you. Good well, to be seen. Thank you for, for joining us. Uh, so what you missed while you were, you were trying to get in, we had some technical difficulties, uh, as you heard. And so uh, we're still figuring this thing out, but we thank you friends, for, for joining us. Uh, this is day three of this insanity uh, of what we call Live from Raps and, and day six of us uh, being shut down here. So we really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, to join us. So one, I have to ask, um, I know you're working and so it, we have to say thank you to all of our healthcare workers. Uh, two, uh, so Robert's at home and so are you and your husband are killing each other yet or what? <laughs> no, cause he's at home and I'm <laughs> no, we're doing okay. Uh, doing, as you can imagine, remote teaching of carpentry what a challenge, right? Ooh, yeah, I don't, that has to be a challenge. How does that work? Uh, I don't know. He's figuring it out as he goes. That's that sounds like fun, and I'm sure there's projects around the house that he's he's going to put his hands on. I hope so. I gave him a list ready. <laughs> <laughs> the ever so popular honey do list. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so what, what's going on over at, at Bright Point and Chazzy right now? So you know we have the Bright. Health Center, which is on Bay Street, right next to the post office, is still in operation. Uh, they're providing health care. Again, they're, you know, they're under new guidelines and that they're not really doing well visits for people. And we're, we're having people sort of put off their annual exams, but they are um, having people come in for both 
for both COVID related symptoms and they're, you know, they're asking people to come in in the afternoon for that. And in the morning, they're taking care of folks who have symptoms or who who've developed any kind of healthcare difficulties that are non-respiratory related. So again, that's what they're trying to do. Um, and, you know, they're moving and they're seeing people regularly. And uh, that's what's happening at Bright Point. At Community Health Action, you know, uh, we have 130 employees and about two thirds of our employees are now working remotely from home. That includes all of our administrative operations, but also our case managers, um, some of our domestic violence counselors, some of our other folks who are following up with people in the community that we work with, our HIV clients. And again, we're working with them for the most part telephonically, although we're working to provide them with uh, emergency food as needed and making sure that they're getting their medications. But again, we can do most of this telephonically and remotely. However, we you know, as part of essential services, we still have a number of sites open. So our community food pantry at 2134 Richmond Terrace is open for its regular hours. And we saw about two and a half times the number of people we generally see on a Saturday this wow. past Saturday. So the need is growing for people for emergency food and we're hoping to be able to step up to that challenge. Our mobile food pantry is also still out. So if you go to our Facebook page, the Chazzy Facebook page, you can see where we are on any given day distributing food in communities. We go to 18 different sites in, the, in Staten Island. Um, and our 24-hour resource and recovery center at 56 Bay Street is also open. And it's still 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that is really the hub for a lot of the services that are crisis services for people. Yeah. Have um, people who have substance use disorder who need help connecting to services can still walk in there. We're also serving as a hub for our domestic violence clients. They need emergency help that can't be provided telephonically. We have some of our DV counselors in there. We also have help for our, um, our patient navigation and it, but, wow. <laughs> Today is one of those days. It's definitely one of those days. <laughs> Somebody back there, Frank? Uh, they're okay. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're taking this time to do some work in the background. Uh, Jimmy and Michael and uh, Arturo are rebuilding a counter for behind the pizzeria. And uh, uh, they, they dropped all the, they dropped everything. I think, but they're, they seem to be okay. They're not, I don't think we need to be alarmed. Are you okay? Yes. Good right. <laughs> to hear it. We don't want the pizzeria folks to get uh, hurt. So um, again, we're, you know, we're looking at ways that we can support people. We actually do um, health insurance applications and, and food stamp applications. We can do those all uh, remotely and electronically now and through the telephone. So we have numbers set up for people. And we know that in people with people losing employment, people are going to be looking for um, both emergency food stamps potentially and for health insurance coverage. And just as a information for all your listeners, you know, New York State has opened up the health exchange again, meaning that people can, can get health insurance on the health insurance ex exchange. It was actually closed for the 
you know, for a, for the enrollment period, but they've reopened it because they know people are going to be needing that. We're looking for ways to be able to support people also to apply for unemployment insurance, but it's impossible to get on the site at the moment. So uh, we're looking at how we might be able to do that because we do have computers on site there. So for people who may not have computers, it's an online process. Although I wouldn't recommend people trying to do it now. Although we may open it up between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. Maybe you can get on the site at that point. Yeah. But we'll be, we'll be looking at other ways that we can help our, our neighbors and our friends uh, get through this. That, that's, that's awesome. So thank you for all the work that you do. And so for our for viewers and for our, for our bowlers that uh, support our annual food drives, uh, what, what you might not know is, is the, the donation support the Community Health Action Food, food Pantry to allow the work uh, that Diane and the team do. So uh, thank you to those who make sure that they drop off uh, goods. Uh, this past holiday season, we were also asking for uh, other hygiene products through our Rotaract Club, and they did a great job at delivering those too. So that, that's that's good stuff, and you hear it right from Diane that, that gets used for at, at these times, especially. Diane, um, you you know you guys do so much in the community, so much good work, uh, and uh, how is it uh, handling your staff and keeping your staff morale up? Well, so I have to say, I have incredibly dedicated and committed staff. The people who work here care deeply about our clients, about our communities, and, you know, they have really stepped up to the plate. I mean, we have people, we have some people who work in programs where they can't do what they normally do. People that do community outreach or community education, those programs are, are basically shut down. And they've, they've been redeployed to the food pantry because they need extra hands over there. They've been redeployed to the 24-hour resource center. You know, and, and really the staff has just said, I mean, of course people are frightened, people are concerned, but you know, our staff by and large have basically stepped up to the plate and say, what can I do? I want to be more helpful. Can I do more? Um, and so I mean, part of it is leading by example. So, you know, our leaders also have shown up in amazing ways. You know, we've been, we, we've been there, we've been on the front lines with the staff and, and also communicating with them every day about what's going on. You know, there's so much information out there and it's scary. And, and some of it is not accurate and some of it is not good and some of it it really frightens people. And so it's our job to sift through that. And sometimes I say to the staff, just turn off the damn TV. Absolutely. On this platform, excuse me. <laughs> you know me, right? So we, we just say, you know, turn off the TV, watch a funny movie, because this is not, this may feel like a hundred yard dash right now, but believe me, this is a marathon. Be, you know, sort of pace ourselves and get ready for what's next and do everything that we can do to make sure that we flatten the curve of the situation and, and meet the needs of people as they emerge over this. At that point, you know, I always tell everybody to rely on your experts. So if I don't know something, I'm certainly going to ask. And so uh, my friend Diane is always the one that's getting my questions because I, I know. Jack, when it comes to it, and so Diane, I wanted to one. Uh, I've been very good with my language the last couple of days, so you're the first one to drop the damn bomb. 
I think, Frank. Yeah, right. So, and I think our viewers know that too. That's okay. <laughs> so, and Diane, you always take my questions and, and you know so much and, and you always say, if you don't know something, get the right, right resource. And I, I think what the problem today is uh, there's so much information out there and nobody really knows who to listen to, what to listen to. And so in your professional opinion, uh, who should they be, where should we be getting our information from? And who should we be listening to if it's not you? Well, after um, <laughs> obviously, people should, if people want general information about this, they should go to the CDC website. I mean, the CDC has, you know, they're putting up, the Center for Disease Control is putting up the most accurate information. I would also, you know, one of the people who's been a really good monitor of communication and putting stuff out there has been I mean, I have yep. to say, they've done a very good job. Great. Really putting out there what's important and what we need to do. And I think, you know, one of the things that is confusing people is we have different levels of government telling us different things. Thanks. That's really frightening for people. Um, so I think, you know, I found that Governor Cuomo has been very level-headed, very straightforward, and also underscoring the seriousness of this. You know, at the same time, you know, we're, one of the things that we're trying to do is actually make sure that we are putting out there also all the resources that are available, because as things close, there's not as many resources as we need. And so we're actually every day we're calling all of the different resources, making sure they're still open. So, you know, some food pantries are closed, some of the smaller ones, two kitchens are closed, and some are giving out bags. The Family Justice Center, which works with people with domestic violence, is closed, although they're still taking calls. And they're every day they're checking in with all of the providers to make sure that we're there for them. But you know, we're trying to keep tabs on what's available for people and what's out there. Um, Diane, we did have a, a couple people ask, is there a place where people who wanted to donate could go? Maybe online, uh, to make an online donation for the food pantries or? Sure, well, they can definitely go online. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm, we are happy to take donations. I told you we had you know, almost three times the number of people at our food pantry this Saturday that we usually have on a Saturday. So people are really in need. So for Community Health Action, we're at www.chazzy.org. Somewhere on the website, there's a button that says <laughs> You have to look at You have to find it. I think it should, it should be on the front page. But, you know, we appreciate that. And again, you know, we'll be sharing with people on our Facebook page as well, if there are specific donations that we're looking for. Um, we can always use food, but again, we don't want people going out and putting themselves at risk. Yeah. And, you know, potentially like, you know, and running around and collecting food from their neighbors or things like that. I mean, we truly appreciate the fact that rats and other foods do these food drives for us, but that, does, that involves a lot of social interaction that maybe we now, again, if there are groups that have a large, large amounts of food, either businesses that are closing or groups that have access to a large amount of food that they can donate, we are certainly open to that. Um, and that would be great. I mean, you can Facebook message us or call Frank. I don't know. <laughs> we 
ever get to the bowling alley? No, just kidding. I'm not going to have them bring food to the bowling alley the way they brought clothes for Hurricane Sandy. <laughs> oh, oh, that was fun. That, that was a lot of fun. That, that amazing uh, turnout of uh, support, right? I do yeah. remember that yeah. parking lot filled with bags of clothes. But <laughs> and, and thanks so much for doing this. I mean, it's so good to have people have their trusted friends in the community out there trying to get information out and 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 be there for people in this electronic way, right? Um, when we're all sort of hunkered down and wondering what to do next. Yeah, it's certainly changing the way that we communicate and, and do things. Uh, the, the crazy part, our Rotary Club meets every Thursday night. And so uh, this week we're gonna be trying a Zoom meeting. We're gonna try this uh, just to check in on everybody together. So, and I know others are doing that. Schools are doing it and, and it's, uh, and it kind of leads into the question that I think we all, it, it lingers in all of us. So this goes on for whatever, how long it's going to go on for. Uh, how, do, how do we think that this changes social norms? Uh, and, and then how does Brightpoint and Community Health Action adapt for that? Right? I, I don't think we know, but is there, in your opinion, is this huge change? What, are we for, what could we foresee? Well, you know, one of the things, you know, reflecting on is the fact that Staten Island comes together in times of crisis in a way that's really remarkable and really speaks to deep values about caring about our community. But then it seems like sometimes that fades away, you know, after a few months, years, and then we're back to like flipping people the bird when we're <laughs> throwing, throwing our McDonald's bag out the window onto the street. And not necessarily being kind and loving to our friends and neighbors. So, you know, one of the things you hope is that when people pull together in a crisis like that, this that they actually continue to bring those that loving kindness forward and into our conversation and our everyday lives, because there's been a tremendous amount of negativity in the country over the last couple of years that, you know, to me is unprecedented and really speaks to the fact that we, you know, we, we will never survive as a species if we keep doing this us and them stuff all the time, right? Um, and if we don't remember that at the root of all this, you know, our humanity, our obligation to the earth as our mother and our nurturer and everything that's on it, um, we need to take care of it and we need to take care of each other. I, I couldn't echo that more. And you know, we, we talk exactly. about how this how this bowling center is, is a community within itself. And so when 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 things happen and you, you mentioned it before Hurricane Sandy, uh, people come together and so and we've, we're already seeing that with our folks. Our folks have been reaching out, hey, is there anything that we can do for you? Yep. And uh, we, we appreciate everything that people reach out. But don't worry, after after we get through this, there, there are plenty of things that we can all work on together. Yeah. Uh, so Diane, you talk about you talk about the, the fruits of, of our world. Um, share with us, you know, your recent hobby. Uh, and so, oh, you, it's hobby now, Frank. <laughs> I, I don't know what you want to call it. It's your studies, your hobby. I think it's awesome. We talk about it all the it's time. Your studies. Your your recent studies. Stuff. So um, so Frank is referring to the fact that um, after sixty seven years being in 
doing the things that I've been doing. And I decided, well, actually, no, after 66 years, because I went last year, um, I decided that I wanted to go back to st serious study of um, herbal medicine. So, you know, I started last year, a year ago, September, and now I'm one and a half years into it. I'm studying at a school that's in Brooklyn, the Arbor Vitae School of Traditional Herbalism, which is a rigorous program of trying to understand how plants can help nurture, support, and heal us as human beings. Actually, they also nurture, help, and support the rest of the earth and other animals and other plants. But so I've been studying this for about a year and a half, and I'm, I'm behind in my homework. Um, I'm sad to say, because I'm one of those type A type students who's never would do that. But given the work, I'm behind in my homework. So I'm just saying that publicly. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't been able to pay as much attention to it as I want to. But you know, that's part of my thoughts about the next phase of what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be doing those studies and, and applying that as I can best. Right now I'm practicing on my friends and family, much to their chagrin, but, uh, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll spread out a little more after that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, and, th and they're still standing, right? Um, Yes, as far as I know, all of them are still standing. In <laughs> well, that's that's certainly good to know. Hey, maybe there's a maybe there's a maybe there's something there for for the for COVID nineteen that you just we just don't know yet. Well, you know what? The plants have been our healers for thousands and thousands of years, so I'm sure they have something up their sleeve. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So uh, is there anything you want to share on anything else you'd like to share on behalf of uh, Community Health Action and Brightpoint while, while we have you before we let you go back to work? No, I just, again, I want to thank you, Frank and Naz, for doing this. You know, I know RABS is a community the same way that Community Health Action is a community. And in these times of troubles, we pull together, we do what we need to do, and we actually, you know, work with one another to to heal the community and keep it whole. So th thanks so much to you guys. And hopefully we'll talk again soon and maybe even in person someday. That yeah. would be nice. <laughs> would be nice. S sending hugs, high fives, kisses. Uh, and thank you. And really thank you for all that you do. Uh, I, I think that, that that goes, it doesn't it doesn't get seen and we really do appreciate all that you do yeah. uh, for our community. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Go back to work. Go back to healing. Doing what you need to do. I'm going. We'll see you soon. Bye, Diane. Thanks, Thank Di. you. Okay, take care. Uh, what's it? He said he couldn't get on. Yeah, he's telling me that now. Uh, we'll um, you know, that's that, that's awesome. You to to get that information uh, from someone that one that we trust and that we know. Yeah. And to know that they do, they really doing some good work. So. Uh, there were there were so many. Um, uh, things that are available for Staten Island residents, whether they need help with food or access to information, uh, just helping get through life that Chazzy is one of those, uh, it's it's one of those uh, groups that just kind of gets overlooked a little bit and uh, they do amazing work in the community. They do amazing work. 
Yeah, and so and, and like I said, the the food pantry is something that we've been supporting for quite some time. We couldn't do it without everybody. Uh, it's community health action started out of the Staten Island AIDS Task Force, and it started from from something that was so structured uh, to to work to fight AIDS. And here we are today, so where many it's this different things. much larger conglomerate under Brightpoint. Uh, and they do so many things and so uh, through bright point they're able to do so much more and give more services to to our staten islanders so I, I think that's awesome um we had a we were getting ready to surprise we had a surprise surprise special guest joe demodio uh the sports editor at the staten island advance i uh, they're, they're working from home and we've been trying to get them on in the last few minutes and <laughs> i'm not sure we're learning something else here uh maybe it's maybe this isn't us maybe this is him maybe he doesn't know how to use technology yeah maybe it's <laughs> joe <laughs> uh, but we, we want it we're, we're gonna get joe and joe in here at some point uh this week if we if we can't get him in today uh to talk a little bit about sports what's happening at the advance and i mean he's been around bowling for how long a very long time um joe demodio's written some great articles uh on so many different uh, subjects. Controversial. Uh, some controversial, <laughs> and I think that that, you know, he, whether he, he kind of didn't always take a side, but he always, I, I think his point was to spark conversation. And uh, he definitely was uh, successful in that. And, and the great part is he's still doing it. He's still he's still, still a friend it. of the bowling community. He's always writing stuff. Uh, the and late he's been writing uh, some some pieces and pulling old photos uh, of old bowling centers on Staten Island. So if you haven't seen those, go check out SI Live in the sports page. You can see the stuff that he's doing. Uh, I, the last one, one of them was on Victory Lane, the Columbian Lyceum, uh, just highlighting these old centers that were here on Staten Island. You know, if you think about it, I think at one time we had ten or eleven commercial bowling centers. Uh, within late and then years ago, how many facilities had bowling lanes? Yeah, uh, and, and here we are today. So he he's been shining a light on that. He's always telling our stories, uh, which is which is certainly important to us. I mean, and to you, uh, good reminders of what's what's out there. Yeah, and if you get a chance, I don't I, I I don't know if it should be available. Maybe on Staten Island Live, he had a series from a long time ago. Uh, we didn't start the fire, where he interviewed. Uh, uh, pro shop owners, and uh, he really dove into what was a pivotal point in the bowling uh, in bowling's history about scoring and about equipment, and uh, it was a really good series. So if you get a chance, he's written some amazing stuff. We're not just bowling smoke; it's true. No, it really is true. <laughs> we love you. He didn't really always make people happy with some of his comments, but. You know, he, he was never disrespectful, and it it was conversation, and it, he was honest about it at a time when, you know, a lot of people weren't saying the things he was saying. He was, you know, almost like from an outsider's point of view, asked questions that uh, people wouldn't ask at that time. So he really kind of helped push us into the next generation, let's say. I mean, that's what a sports writer does, right? That's what a sports writer does. <laughs> that's cool. Well, Joe, if we, we can't get Joe in here. We're going to get him in here uh, later this week. Uh, we've got a, we've got an action-packed week. We've got some great guests that we've yes, lined up. Yes, we do. Um, we're not going to share them all. Uh, we do. So, yeah, as a follow-up from yesterday, we asked for some creativity at home and keeping yourself busy uh, during this time. And so uh, we have our first submission. Uh, it floated Facebook last night. Uh, I, 
a little creativity, Kathy and Joe Guarneri, uh, but I think that we can we can do a little bit better here. But here, check out this video uh, we got from uh, from Joe and Kathy. Bowling in his yard. I mean, he's got a full set of pins. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> now, not everybody will have access to this equipment. Uh, and maybe not everybody wants to throw their bowling ball down a, a cement uh, walkway. So it doesn't have to be a bowling ball and it doesn't have to be bowling pins. I but, love it. But he's keeping active. But he's keeping active. And we like to see that. We like to see that bowling out there. Uh, notice two hands. Notice, that. notice two hands, and I'm, I'm assuming if, if those are those are not bowling balls that he's using on a regular basis, I'm assuming that he's using some old equipment <laughs> sure uh, he that he's looking to, to get rid of or, or send somewhere. Uh, so thank you, Kathy and Joe, for sending that Thanks, in. Kathy. Keep sending those in. We love it. Uh, I saw a comment that Yosef made, and he goes, he only has six pins on a full set at home. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe just texts me. Uh, he doesn't understand. It's not working. So. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna work with him to figure it out. He might need a we might need an IT guy to, to go help him out, uh, which should be pretty easy. Hey hey Naz, uh, I'm gonna sh share our meme of the day. Let's share it. There it is. Just in case <laughs> you run out of toilet paper, Party City's got plenty, and it comes in multiple colors, <laughs> and you could use it. In a party situation also. I, I Hopefully might, the newer stuff. You might need some cream after that. <laughs> <laughs> but it comes in multiple colors. That's the cool part. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have nothing to say after that. That's, oh. uh, that's all we got to say. That's our meme. Uh, that's our meme of the day. Uh, we want you to share some. <laughs> There's a lot of them out there, but we, we, get, we find some comic relief in, in the memes. Uh, please share your memes. Share your creativity if you're bowling at home. Uh, it keeps us laughing, and we, we want to keep you laughing. There are some good ones. Some of them we won't show here. Right. Some of them we really can write. Exactly. <laughs> totally really inappropriate. <laughs> We'd like to. We share them between each other. But <laughs> So I want to talk a little bit about our guests for the, for the rest of the week. Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. So tomorrow. Tomorrow we have Coach Del Warren, Vice President of the Kegel Training Center, is going to be joining us. So gear up your questions for Del. Um, Del is a great guest. He deals with so many different um, uh, areas of our sport. Uh, he's been coaching. He's at the Kegel Training Center. He's a coach for college. He's a wonderful physical coach. So if you have questions for him or anything you would like to ask Del, just tune in tomorrow. He'll be here. We're excited about him. Uh, from the sidelines, our, we, so we don't have a studio audience, as we reminded you, but we have one in our audience today. We've got Ray, and Ray, Ray just Ray just shared that uh, Dell is Del, Del taught him, uh, which is which is cool. So it's it's, it's, it's nice yeah. to have that. So he'll be here tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. He's he's great. And then we've got uh, Greg Monker from WPIX Eleven News. Uh, we're gonna keep with the, the Staten Island Advance, and so Joe is gonna pop in. We can get him in here. Uh, Pam Silvestri, if you're following her, uh, she's talking about all the restaurants and, and things that are that are open for takeout and delivery and just this, the food scene here on Staten Island during these times. And she's got some great insight. So uh, tune in when we have her. And then, uh, Nez, Joe and Joe are going to return. 
I, I can't tell you how excited we are. <laughs> we are going to have to change our setup around a little bit to accommodate them and to remain uh, compliant. Uh, but they are coming on Saturday and uh, they will be interviewing PBA and PWBA champion Kelly Kulik. So we're also excited about that. So it's like, it's like a Pro Bowl or Saturday. Pro Bowl or Saturday. <laughs> you can't watch bowling on TV, but here it is. You can come here and watch us and ask questions. I mean, we've all watched these bowlers on TV. Maybe there's some a question that you've been dying to ask them. So this is your opportunity to really kind of almost talk to them directly. I mean, the fun part about bringing Joe and Joe in, they're super fans. They, yes. So super fans asking questions and getting an opportunity to interview. I mean, Bill, they, they loved interviewing Bill. Uh, I mean, we lost some viewers somewhere along the lines in that interview. Uh, <laughs> well, we have to tell, we have to remind Kelly that she should know her specs when she tunes in because <laughs> Joe Bruno will probably ask her how much thumb pitch she has. I mean, she could also talk about, I'm sure she's home cooking, and that's something that she loves to cook and dance. So we're going to have to ask her Maybe what she's we'll been cooking. Maybe we'll ask her to dance. Oh, she, I mean, she'll dance. That's, 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 there's no question about her line dancing. <laughs> so that's going to be a ratings bonanza on Saturday with Kelly Kulik. Like ratings bonanza, and uh, so and she's and, I, and she's not far. She's in in New Jersey, so uh, she's gonna she's not coming in, but she'll be on the phone with us. So that's awesome. Uh, well, I, thank you for for joining us again today. Uh, we apologize for our technical difficulties. Uh, we're getting there. We're gonna figure this all out. It'll be nice. And, nice. No, no, no. Okay, no, no. we've got we've got a busy week. Okay, so we got a busy week. We have some stuff coming up. That we, we sure you're gonna love. We sure you're gonna love. We've got some some guests that have uh, said they'd love to be on. I mean, they there are also people that saying they want to come on. Uh, so hey, if there's somebody if there's somebody that you want to see us yes, come on the show, whether they join us in the studio with proper social distancing, of course, uh, and they get we check their their temperature at the door and they, they use Purell <laughs> and then they go wash their hands uh, and then they can join us here. So they'll get to join us here in the in the studio or on the phone. There's plenty of people out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So if there's someone that you you'd like for us to consider bringing on, or even you, uh, shoot us a private message here on Facebook or in the comments, uh, in the comments on YouTube here. Uh, we'll certainly see your messages or just text yeah. one of us. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting here getting text messages. Uh, <laughs> as we're, here. we're always checking our phones. We're all getting uh, contacted in so many different ways. So it's fun. I mean, we're having a. We're having a good time doing this, and we feel like um, at least we're getting you out of your uh, out of your head for a little while, and getting you a chance to see our bowling center. We're still here. We're all here, and we're anxiously waiting for when this is over. Ray struggling, not walking down the lanes and helping people <laughs> as, as the day goes by. I practice. I practice. I practice. He's practicing his pacing and uh, checking on. He told me somebody was on lane five before, and it was just Jimmy. <laughs> a mechanic. I was telling him how to hook it. <laughs> Doing what Ray does. Well, thank you for, for joining us uh, once again uh, here live from Rab's. And we certainly look That's forward right. to seeing you tomorrow. We really do miss your faces. Yeah, we do. We do. You're not going to miss ours. <laughs> no. If we, unfortunately, we're going to be right in your living room where you are. So. Wherever you might be watching. Wherever you're watching. So uh, like, share this link. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure uh, to subscribe so you can, uh, you can get more notifications on what we're doing. There's other video content coming your way. Uh, thank you, Diane. And uh, before we close, Naz? Um, uh, this weekend, the uh, actually the sports community 
on Staten Island lost a very, very special person. Uh, Eddie Mantrick passed away uh, while he was in Myrtle Beach. And whether you knew him from bowling or whether you knew him from golf or his work with the Have a Heart Society, he was a, he was a major player and a wonderful, wonderful man. Um, I know his family must be heartbroken and his friends. And I know we are, and it's a great loss for us. Um, we're going to miss him. We are going to miss Eddie. He was a good guy. And uh, we just want to hope that you'll keep his family uh, in your prayers. Without doubt. Thanks, guys. I've known him since I was a kid. That was, uh, yeah. That's bad. Yeah, he was a good guy. He was a good guy. And fortunately, a lot of us got to see him at the last uh, Bowling Hall of 